another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing welcome to another episode of and another thing the podcast that continues to set records around the world. And then, as we always do, we break those records. My name is Jody Jenkins, and Tony Clement, my fearless co-host, is still away enjoying the sights and sounds of Newfoundland. And I know that Tony will have lots of stories when he returns, but if you've been following him along on Instagram, he's been staying at this place called the Jag Hotel or something. It looks like it's like music themed, some pretty cool stuff there, which of course would be right up Tony's alley. And then some places that I've never even heard of, like Fogo Island and Tilting Newfoundland or something. Anyway, some pretty cool stuff. And Tony will have Lots of stories. I should mention right off the top, of course, this program supported by and proudly sponsored by the great team at Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at municipalsolutions.ca. Also, find exclusive content, including our podcast, meaning episodes you cannot hear anywhere else, only on looneypolitics.com. And if you use the code podcast, you will receive 50% off an annual subscription. Make sure you check it out, looneypolitics.com. Lots of exciting things today. I'm I'm a, I'm flying solo. Again, I mentioned off the top, Tony's not here. This will be the second time in our existence that a show has been hosted by one's self. I believe Tony did one over a year ago with Mark Critch from This Hour is 22 Minutes, who, by the way, we've got to get back on the show. And this will be my first time fall, uh, flying solo. Of course, I don't, I don't have a guest. What we're doing today is I'm going to open up the mailbag. We're going to answer some questions from some of our listeners. And we're going to comment on that a little bit. And we'll see where, where that goes. I also want to mention, too, that since Tony's been gone, we have hired a producer. His name is Brett Black. He does a bang-up job. You, you can't hear him right now because he's not mic'd up, but he's doing all the production work for us, and I've known Brett for a long time. He did a lot of studio work for my golf show. So, Brett, give me the thumbs up. It's good to have you back. And once Tony sees his salary, you may not be around much longer, Brett. Just let you're, – you're good with that? <laughs> he's laughing. But, uh, no, it's good to see Brett. I haven't seen him in uh, – in a while. I was going to mention something else. Oh, yes. Another exciting announcement. It's all about announcements today. That we have signed on, and we're not going to unpack this too much because I want Tony to be here, but we have signed on with a new podcast network called MNC Podcasts. And Jordan Mercier is the head of that organization. Jordan is a longtime um, broadcaster and newsy, worked at several stations around the country. and. We're excited to be a part of his his new flagship podcast network, whatever you want to call it. But we just thought it was a good time to make a move. And I should take this opportunity to thank Travis Langley, who, you know, sat down with Tony two years ago and kind of mapped out how we could do this podcast. Because for those of you that don't know, 
Um, well, actually, you know what? This is actually the first question we received, so I can go right to the mailbag for this because a gentleman, what was it? Brett. It's okay. The gentleman's name, Brett, our studio guy was just telling me. The gentleman's name is Richard in Thornhill. Wanted to know, Jody, how did you first meet Tony and how did the idea of the podcast come about? So this is perfect because as I was just talking about Travis Langley and Tony chatting, that kind of is the secondary step. So anyway, I met Tony um, in 2014, believe it or not. So it's not like I've known him forever, but I've known him, you know, seven, eight years, seven years. And we were at a birthday celebration for Sir John A. Of course, Sir John A, we could do a whole show on what's going on there. But um, there was this event at the Royal York in Toronto. I had just been nominated the conservative candidate in my riding of Bay of Quinty. And of course, getting ready for the 2015 federal election. So I'm at this event and I was reaching out to various politicians who were there. As you can imagine, the place was crawling with them. And I reached out to Tony, introduced myself and said, Hey, Tony, if there's ever an opportunity to have you come down to our riding, I'm the nominated candidate, blah, blah, blah. I would love to connect. And of course, Tony was very gracious, gave me his card and we connected that way. And that of course started, uh, you know, the friendship in this, in terms of like him helping out my campaign. I should also mention that night. Who else was there? Steve Pakin was there. I remember meeting Steve Pakin in person for the first time. Of course he wouldn't, I'm sure he wouldn't remember me, but I know he remembers the event. Kim Campbell was there, Peter Van Loan. Like it was, there was tons of politicians from, you know, federal, provincial, municipal. And I believe, if memory serves me correctly, we were also recognizing Ruth Abernathy, who had created a sculpture for Prince Edward County of Sir John A. called Holding Court. And an excellent sculpture. Uh, unfortunately, as with many Sir John A. sculptures, it is mothballed now. Or, you know, it wasn't toppled like some that we've had in different different parts of the country. But, uh, you know, regardless, a very talented woman, Ruth Abernathy, done some amazing pieces. And, and I know Steve Pakin is listening. And if I'm wrong on any of these things, Steve, I know that you will make sure to correct us. But I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. And I remember meeting Kim Campbell, which was pretty cool. Got a picture with her. I thought that was really neat. I'm trying to think what other politicians were there. Steve, if you can remind us when you text us, what other politicians do you remember being there that night at the Royal York um, celebrating Sir John A? Because there was a there was a ton of them. Oh, I think Kathleen Wynne probably was there. I feel like Kathleen Wynne was there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Kathleen Wynne was there. So anyway, Tony and I meet. We connect. We stay in touch, obviously, uh, through the federal election. He comes in door knocks. Yada, yada, yada. Campaign happens. Trudeau sweeps the country. I'm a bitter mess. No, just joking. Um, (laughs) And then Tony and I kind of stayed in touch, obviously. And then Tony leaves politics. And I had reached out to Tony and I said, "Let's, uh, let's start a podcast. I mean, you have tons of stories. You have tons of contacts. I mean, I'm in the broadcasting world. I mean, I was a radio broadcaster for 20 plus years. And let's do this. So Tony had actually received a call from a, this this guy named Travis Langley, nice kid, 
and he does a lot of wrestling podcasts, or he's connected with them. I, I, I mean, he's regardless, he's he's connected with them, and he reaches out to Tony. They connect, have a chat. Tony says, "You know what, Jody, who is I'm, I'm working with on some stuff, had the idea as well. How do we make this happen?" So Travis kind of set us all up, and long story short. We went on, and here we are, 104 episodes later. But we thought we felt it was a good time to make a move. I had been contacted by Jordan at MNC Podcast Network, and he asked if we would consider moving over to their their organization. And we talked to Travis, and Travis said it was good timing because Travis has a lot on his plate. And so here we are, part of the MNC Podcast Network. So we are excited, and again, we'll we'll talk more about that in the weeks to come and probably have Jordan on. And I'm sure Tony has some, some comments. Hopefully Tony's okay with it. I kind of did it without his knowledge, but uh, just like, Oh man, I'm actually, I'm in a rough spot. I hired a producer without him knowing basically transitioned us over to a new podcast network without him knowing. Wait till he hears about the name change. Just kidding. Tony, I'm kidding. I know you're listening in Newfoundland right now. So Richard and Thornhill, that's how I met Tony and that's how the podcast came about. Okay, let's get, uh, Brett's handing me some more letters here. These are actual letters. Like, we get written letters. I'm not even kidding. So, here, hold on. So, what's this one? Okay, dear Jody and Tony, I've listened to one show. It sucked, but I wish you all the best. Blessings, MP Mark Gerritsen. Very funny, Mark. No, no, we're not playing that game with you. Not playing that game. Okay, Brett, another letter. Who's this one from? Uh, I'm trying to read this here. Oh, Chatham. We're getting a lot of Ontario people. This is from Shauna in Chatham. She wants to know, Jody or Tony, I guess it'll be me answering, who has been your favorite guest? Um, That's a good one. I know Tony would probably have a different pick, but I'm actually going to go with a guy that I want to get back on the show, Matt Morgan. And the reason I say that, Matt Morgan is the commissioner for Longwood, California, or Longwood, Florida. I was going to say California. Longwood, Florida. And he was either the, um, he was the mayor and then he became the commissioner. They have like a, it's probably not as complicated as I make it out to be, but they have some weird, you know, how you climb up the ranks there in politics and these, these municipalities down or, or districts or whatever in, in the States. I'm sure if I looked and saw mapped out how it actually goes i'd be like oh that's pretty straightforward but anyway so matt was the mayor and then i believe he became the commissioner of longwood florida and matt is a very interesting gentleman he's he's battled addictions uh he's now clean uh he was a professional wrestler uh he has a son who is autistic and you know he chronicles their their journeys as a family on instagram and just a real social media savvy guy that is very active in his community, very generous, gives back like like no, nothing I've seen before. Very humble and just wants to do good. I think he sees his role and his position and what he's been able to accomplish, and he knows that he's got a you know a level of responsibility there and an opportunity to be a role model. And so, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen. Matt Morgan, uh, that was uh, probably my favorite guest. I feel like. Tony would say his was uh, Gilmore from Triumph, which was a recent one, or some music musician. So there you go, Shauna and Chatham. Uh, thank you for 
asking that question. Now, I know Brett screened all these questions. So without even looking at him, he has a smile on his face. This is an email we got. I know exactly what this next one is that you're sending. So I'm just going to bring it up here. Yes. <laughs> Can't say that I am surprised. Uh, okay. This one is from Carissa in Vancouver. Seriously? Okay. Carissa in Vancouver. And she asks, Jody, Tony, love listening to the show. Any chance you can make coffee mugs? Well, she must mean like merch or something. We've talked about that. That's a good idea, actually. I know Tony would be all that. Any chance you can make coffee mugs? Quick question. Who has been your least favorite guest? No, that's not really fair. I don't really want to say there's been a least favorite guest. What I will, You know what I will say? And Brett, you can appreciate this because now you're producing the show. And I think Tony would agree. I can't, I wouldn't say that I have a least favorite guest. Here's what I, I do have. And it's been a pet peeve of mine and we've changed it. My least favorite episodes are those in which we had our guests via phone, which I can't stand the audio quality. And so, you know, full and open disclosure, we've had, you know, some shows that in my opinion, sound not very good. Uh, we've, we've made a new change to the show. That the only way you can come on is if you actually connect via, you know, a laptop or your desktop computer on this program that we use for podcasting. And um, that's it. So anyway, I don't have a least favorite guest. I have least favorite episodes. And those would be any of them that we had, you know, the individual via the phone. Now, I should say this, too, is we have had some great guests and interviews on on those episodes. But sound quality, I'm not... I'm not proud of those ones because I just, I can't stand that stuff. So anyway, Carissa in Vancouver, thanks for, thanks for listening. And thanks for the question. Brett handing me, oh, another written letter. This is from, where the heck is this one? John in Oshawa. Okay. John in Oshawa writes, Jody, I've been checking you out on Google. Is it true you ran for the NDP? And how do you go from running for the NDP to running for the Conservatives? John in Oshawa. Well, that's a good question. I get that question a lot. Um, let me see here. This one is, what's the best way to answer this? Well, I, I, you know, I think the, the cliche answer is that, you know, when you're young and optimistic and naive, you line up better with some of these principles on the left side of the spectrum. Now, having said that, I'm not so sure I totally agree with that because I'm actually at a point now in my life where I feel like, uh, you know, there's there's lots of good ideas from all the parties that we need to choose from, pick and choose. And, and I don't know how you make that happen because it's, you know, it's innate nature of these parties when you have a partisan system to not agree with the other parties. <laughs> That's at least, I mean, in theory, politicians talk a good game about wanting to agree with other politicians, but we all know that usually doesn't happen. And actually, I'll give a good example. I'm going to write some down because I'll give a good example in a second about that. Um, I'm just going to write hybrid parliament because I want to talk about that in a second. Okay, so anyway, it was 2003 um, in my in my riding here, which was Prince Edward Hastings at the time. The NDP were looking for a candidate. I was, I've always been and still are, still, I still am someone who wants to support our most vulnerable. And I think that's what attracted me to the new Democrats. I was a big fan of Ed Broadbent, big fan of Howard Hampton. And so I put my name forward. I met with the board, had no political experience at all. Zero. Like never even been to a meeting, never been to a political event. Just 
you know, was a, a young broadcaster and thought, Hey, I can do this. And I wanted to do it. So I threw my hat in, I won the nomination and ran for the new Democrats in 2003, ran again in 2007, uh, both unsuccessfully, but learned a lot and kind of grew our numbers here locally. And then when Howard left, I was just like, I just not interested in, in being a part of this party anymore. And the other fact was that I, I felt like they were moving way too left and it just wasn't, just wasn't a fit for me. And so I, I kind of just kind of started to watch and learn about other parties and kind of see what lined up with my values and, and where I stood on issues. And, you know, I had, I had children, uh, obviously got my first house, got married, all these different things that led me to realize that, you know, while the NDP had a lot of good ideas, the idea of funding these projects and making them sustainable, this wasn't, uh, wasn't realistic. And my ideologies lined up better with the conservative party of Canada. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in that party for six, seven years. And then I ran for the nomination. And so here I am. And, but to be honest, like I said earlier, I, I now I'm at a point where it's like, I think there's good things in every party, honestly. And I wish there was a way that we could identify how to work together better, man. That sounds so, so cliche. Let's work together better. <laughs> anyway, it's wishful thinking, but I did want to mention one thing that I thought, and you can, you can feel free to email us uh, and another thing podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you disagree or you agree, but this hybrid parliament, like the the liberals and the NDP support it. The conservatives don't because as the conservatives are saying, you know, MP should show up for work in which I don't disagree to disagree with to a certain extent, but I look, I'm, I think hybrid parliament's not a bad idea. I think if you live, I just look at it from the perspective of proximity. I look at it from the perspective of potentially being able to be around your family more, which I think is healthy for everyone. I don't know why the conservatives are are going so hard against the hybrid parliament. I, I, I can speak for myself. If I had been successful in parliament, I would have been all for the hybrid option. Not saying you never go to Ottawa and never work in, in, on the Hill. It's just that like it would give you the flexibility to maybe be around your family, maybe be around your constituency more. And, and I think of like those individuals that are out West, you know, yes, they bring their family with them sometimes or down East or whatever. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it doesn't seem like something, um, doesn't seem like the Hill to die on. And I don't understand why Aaron O'Toole and the, and the conservatives are going to town on this one about fighting so hard about against hybrid parliament. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Again, if you disagree with us, feel free to tweet at AA thing podcast on, on Twitter. And then you can email and another thing podcast at gmail.com. Brett's telling me to wrap it up. This was a, a quick show today. Again, Tony's back next week. Um, thanks to Brett Black for his production work. Thanks to Jordan Mercy at MNC Podcasts. Uh, we're proud to be part of that network now. Uh, also, don't forget to check out looneypolitics.com for exclusive content. Episodes you cannot hear anywhere else. You can use the code PODCAST to get a 50% off your annual subscription just by checking that out. looneypolitics.com. Also, our last but not least, because they are the biggest supporters of our program, John Mutton and the team at Municipal Solutions, our presenting sponsor. You can find them online at Municipal Solutions dot ca enjoy the rest of your week we will do this again 
in seven days. See ya.